Section 23 of Stories of the First American Animals. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Devorah Allen. Stories of the First American Animals by George Langford. Mammoth, the Last of the Mastodons. Introduction. The American Mastodon was a native of the United States in most recent Pleistocene times, although his ancestors originally hailed from southern Asia and northeastern Africa, sources of the world's elephant supply. He did not live long enough to see Europeans land upon our shores, although he doubtless encountered the first so-called Indians who took possession of North and South America long before. In the most recent Pleistocene, sometimes called the Quaternary Period, Mammals were at the height of their glory. Horses, camels, and antelopes swarmed upon the plains. Giant ground sloths, tapirs, and deer roamed through the forests, while lions and saber-toothed tigers ever hovered about, preying upon the larger animals. At least four species of elephants ranged over the greater part of the United States, the imperial, Colombian, and northern mammoths, and the American mastodon. The mammoths were tall, rangy beasts, with short, high-peaked heads and widely curving tusks. The largest of them was the imperial elephant, who stood about thirteen feet six inches at the shoulders, and had tusks over fifteen feet long. The Colombian and northern mammoths were smaller beasts of eleven foot and nine feet six inch height, respectively. The last-named animal is the best known of all prehistoric elephants. His body was profusely clad with long hair. All of the mammoths possessed long-crowned grazing teeth, but the mastodon was a browser, for his low-crowned grinders could chew only soft green food. Although of old-fashioned type, he had the knack of taking care of himself, for he lived and thrived long after most other prehistoric animals had disappeared. The Ice Age began early in the most recent Pleistocene period, and the glaciers gliding down from Canada into our northern and central states doubtless worked many hardships upon the various animals. The imperial mammoth, saber-toothed tiger, and many others soon became extinct, but the mastodon held on for several hundred thousands of years until after the great ice fields had melted away. This ice-melting epoch probably helped the mastodon in that the abundant moisture encouraged growth of soft plants, which best suited his low-crowned browsing teeth. His race, numbering hundreds of thousands, ranged over the United States, and today their bones are frequently found in peat bogs, mire deposits, or in the beds of dried-up streams. These, the last pages of ancient animal history, precede our modern historical times. Near Manuka, Illinois, about fifty miles southwest of Chicago, Remains of a dozen mastodons were discovered buried at the bottom of a spring. Their bones, together with those of the deer moose, elk, and beaver, lay on top of the gravels left by the last melting glaciers. Not far distant is O'Sable Creek. While exploring the latter's bank, I came across a tusk fragment protruding from the sandy loam. It was the girth of a man's thigh, and the two ends of a monster thigh bone lay buried beside it. That was all. The tusk fragment served as a headstone to mark the grave. An early American settler, Mehmet, last of the Mastodons.
End of section 23